0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today.
1: He is Josh uh, dressed black. Remember that. This is Peacock <laughs> Pastor. College basketball analyst for NBC Peacock. Maybe the field of sixty-eight. We shall see former Memphis and Georgia Tech basketball coach. He joins us now. Josh, happy Friday and welcome to the show. Happy
0: Friday to you both. Thanks for having me on. Um, Always, uh, as we discussed before, always uh, great to be on any time to be on there in Memphis. As you know, I love my time there. It's always good to talk hoops and life and and just what's going on uh, with anyone there in Memphis?
1: Yes, there's there's a Appreciate lot. Appreciate having you, brother, Josh. There's a lot going on with a lot of different people in Memphis. So I hope you <laughs> I hope you've got some time today, brother. i I've, I've got some time. Fire away. All right. Well, before we get to Memphis matters, uh, you have got some personal news. Uh, you are uh, we were wondering what you were going to do this year. Well, that news dropped, I think, last week, that you were going to be in studio with NBC and Peacock as a college basketball studio analyst, um, doing Big Ten. I always thought—I always thought of you as a you know somebody that coached in the ACC and the AAC and Conference USA. I always sort of th- thought of you as a Big Ten guy. Uh, wh- wh- how did this opportunity come a- about, man? Well,
0: you know, look, I um, <clears throat> obviously I, I you know. I would prefer to be coaching right now and running a running a program, but you know things didn't work out, so I had some free time and and uh, some networks had uh, had reached out to me, and I was fortunate that was able to to um, able to get on with with NBC and 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 be part of a great conference in the Big Ten, and and um, uh, there'll be some other opportunities as well too uh, uh, to be on with some other networks as well, so it'll give me a chance to stay. You know to stay involved in the game uh, i've always you know have loved obviously I love basketball, I love coaching and um uh but you know being part of the the media in a sense and and doing that part and sitting on the kind of the other side, I'm excited about the opportunity and who knows where it can lead you know to and and to what and and the most the best thing about it is you're you know you're just like i said you're just staying in the game you're you're involved in the game you're dealing with the you know, a very high-level conference, and even with other networks, with the other opportunities I'll have, just being around it and talking hoops, and 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 being able to stay prepared. So as I enter into games, making sure I'm watching film, staying on top of stuff, you know, just keeps you fresh and keeps you sharp uh, for hopefully for another opportunity down the road to to become a head coach again.
2: Yeah, that's one. Way. I mean, do you? I, I know what you did to prepare to be a head coach and to prepare for for a game when you're. Preparing to you know to be an analyst, are, are you going and looking at tape of other analysts? Are you just hey, I'll be me and let me study up on these teams? Like in terms of your prep, because that's your thing, man. Preparation uh, it always has been. W- what's it like for this?
0: You know what, Jason? It's a great question, and and I would tell you I want to do a great job, and I think for for to feel comfortable to do a great job, uh, you want to be prepared, and um, you've got to have preparation. I've always talked about. Proper preparation prevents poor performance. I mean, it just—it really does. So I, I do want to be prepared. Obviously, the preparation could be a, could be a little bit different, just on the fact alone that um, um, you know I'm. You're, you're going to be preparing us in terms of watching game film and mm-hmm. and studying notes and stats. But but also leading up to it, I've tried to make sure that I prepared by talking to some different people, different people in the field of of media on on how to do you know, to be prepared on that aspect of it, too, because it's not just, it's not just um, knowing the X's and O's of it. It's also the, the part of it is, is, is you know, being, being uh, 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 locked in on, on how to speak and when to speak and, and getting things in the earbud and, yep. you know, in your earpiece and, and knowing, you know, not to talk too much and not to go on a rant. And, exactly. As you guys know, how it's sometimes it might be test a huge
1: topic, issue. Hey,
0: hey, you guys know on my press conferences I would go on some long tangents, so I'm not going to be able to do that. I've got to keep on my on my short window. So all of that stuff, Jason, is preparing not only in, in knowledgeable with the X's and O's and the strategy and, and so you can be informative to the fan, but also how to deal with it in a short time frame and being prepared uh, for that as well.
1: Is it is it true, because this is what Goodman said, is it true that you requested not to work with me on the field of 6th <laughs> day because uh, I don't have any assignments with you and I, I was told you're joining, so I'm starting to wonder if that was in fact the case.
0: Uh, number one, that is that is uh, 100% false. I would love the opportunity to work with you, John Martin. I think we would be <laughs> make a great duo and a great team together. <laughs> Um, two, because of the, the the schedule of the television, it, my schedule with some of the Field of 68 after dark could be a little sporadic at times. But we'll connect. We, you and I okay. are going to be uh be on there at times, and, okay. and it would be an, it's an honor and privilege to yes. be able to be to be uh, to be sitting alongside you. We, there. we
1: could tell some great stories there about you know l- lots of recruitments. You know what I'm saying? We got to get into Absolutely. pre-NIL when it was really. It was a lot harder working. A lot harder in the pre-NIL it was days. A lot,
0: it was a lot different in the pre-NIL, and and for a guy like me who loves recruiting and prided myself on it, and trying to really pride yourself on outworking, you know, the competition. You know, the NIL has changed a lot of that because a lot of it comes down to, you know, basically pay to play. You know, I know they say it's NIL, but it's really a pay to play. You know. Per the rules, that's kind of what it is in a sense, and it's really changed the the dynamics of recruiting.
1: Yeah, no, there's no question. We're talking to Josh Pastner. He is uh, going to be on with Peacock, NBC, uh, and uh, the Field of 68, among others. He has teased perhaps some other opportunities uh, with some networks here. Uh, I do want to sort of test you a little bit here uh, on your you know your ability to analyze, you know, because that is what you will have to do. You will have to analyze, Josh. Yeah.
0: Uh, we'll have to analyze. That's correct. You're right on
1: that. So, so let me throw something at you here that locals will uh, will be interested in. So FAU, the analytics don't love uh, at Florida Atlantic. Bring back, everybody. But the analytics, whether it's Ken Palm, whether it's Bart Torvik, have them more in the 20 to 30 range. Uh, the media has voted them top 10. How do you sort of square the disparity with the Owls uh, coming off of a Final Four run trying to win the AAC in their first year, and obviously come on top on top over Memphis.
0: Well, I would say, and I did see that, John, about their their rankings in, in some of the computer rankings compared to, you know, based on who they have coming back, what they did last year, et cetera, et cetera. You know, I don't know in some of the computer ranking, rankings if it's based on, you know, past, um, you know, data and, and maybe, you know, with FAU, where last year they had the best data, so I don't know if they're bak if they're you know making it based on that. That all being said, here's what I would tell you, Florida Atlantic's really good. Obviously, the Memphis fans know that. In fact, Memphis probably should have won that game. Um, uh, I mean, they they you know Florida Atlantic could have easily, you know, we wouldn't even be talking about Florida Atlantic right, right now because there was a, there was a real good possibility that. That could have been Memphis instead of Florida Atlantic, but that's just how that great the tournament is. You just, you know, you get a break here or there, you get a little lucky, things go your way, and boom, you're you're in the Final Four and, and a shot or two away from you know from advancing the championship game. And so, I, Florida Atlantic's really really good. They are deep, obviously they're well coached, and they have tremendous experience of what they've done from last year. And but but I think you guys both know this and 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 being in sports, and I don't care if it's college basketball, NBA, NFL, college football, to repeat something that you've just come off of now instead of kind of being the Cinderella, now you're the person that's going to be hunted by everybody, including yeah. like, even when you play Memphis. I mean, there could be a chance for Memphis to be the underdog against that team in the league, especially at FAU. Maybe not at Memphis, but if for sure at FAU. How do they respond to that is going to be the biggest question. It is very hard to repeat. It's hard to get there, but it's harder to stay there, and especially in this dynamics with with NIL and everything else you just don't know. So that's going to be a real interesting, um, you know, developing story to watch as the season progresses. Are they a top-10 team preseason? Absolutely, based on what they did last year, and they're really good. But then you've got to go do it on the floor. You can't obviously rest on your laurels from last season, and um, – you know, it's, it's going to be a different deal where they're going to be the hunted every time they get onto the floor. I mean, they're going to be the favorite. They're going to be the ones that, you know, they're going to be everyone's biggest game when they play. That's going to be the opponent's. They play the biggest game, the biggest crowd, and it's a different deal than, than maybe what they've had in the past.
2: For this Memphis team, uh, Josh, that's, you know, Penny's gone out in the transfer portal, and he's brought in Javon Quinley and Jaquan Walton, all these guys that were the guy, Caleb Mills from Florida State, We saw him, obviously, at Houston, know what he can do. You go get Jordan Brown. You know, it feels like right now, Josh, they're not going to have DeAndre Williams. You know, they've gone to the NCAA twice. Sounds like they've gotten two no's. I think they're in the last of the appeals process. We'll see. We're kind of counting him out. And and we do that. You figure they're a national title contender with him, possibly. But just without him and with what they've got, what's key for you? When, When you're bringing in so many new guys, yes, all experienced, and they all did their thing at the previous schools, is is it point guard play? Is it is it something else? What's going to be key for this Memphis team if it's indeed you know going to going to unseat FAU as the preseason favorite in the AAC?
0: Yeah, I I would find it highly unlikely that they're gonna that that the two time transfer the, the Williams kid DeAndre Williams, is going to get past. I just mm-hmm. I think you can see it now they're they're shutting a lot of them down. Um, yep. I think they're trying to be real uh, stringent on that on the two time undergrad transfer. Uh, that being said, they're still going to be really good Memphis. Um, uh, they, they picked up some great pieces in the portal. I mean, really good players. Uh, I, I, obviously, I'm well aware of Caleb Mills. I was, yep. you know, when he was at Florida State, when I was at Georgia Tech. and, and um, So they've got a lot of really good players. Penny, Coach Hardaway, um, you know, from his background in the NBA, it's almost like an NBA team in a sense. I mean, again, they're not all NBA players. But but it's in an NBA sense, and obviously Coach Hardaway's got the understanding of it, that you're going to have to mesh everyone together. Now, the biggest thing is there's only going to be one basketball, and and I think with Coach Hardaway's background, he'll be able to share the stories and share what needs to be done in order for the the guys to all click and, and, and coexist. Because when you're at that level and the type of players they're getting, the key is going to be, can everyone buy in and want to be a great team and, and have the opportunity to try to win a national championship? Because even without DeAndre, they are really good Memphis. Or do you get to some times where guys are going to be thinking about, I want to be a pro, I need to score, you know, because we've all encountered mm-hmm. that. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's, it's it becomes harder. So I think with Coach's background, Coach Hardaway's background of being at the highest level playing, he gets it. He's been on those teams where you've got to bring guys together, and it's very similar. I think Memphis – And again, this is, you know, look. I still follow Memphis. I mean, I'm not as you guys know it better than I do. But Coach Hardaway going to his sixth year. I think this is his best team. I think he's got his most talent. Obviously, if they, you know, if they got DeAndre, and I know the the other young man. I know they're waiting to see what goes on with that. And but regardless of any of that, I think this is his best team in his sixth year going into his sixth year as a head coach. Uh, I do think him and FAU will be competing for the league title. And I think Memphis has a real chance of getting to the Sweet 16. And, and, you know, and then obviously once you get to the Sweet 16, a lot of it then anything can happen. It could be a luck of the draw. Got to get a little lucky. But I do think if there's any six years of Coach Hardaway's group, this is his best team and uh, probably has the best position, they're in position to go to the Sweet 16.
1: Yeah, let me just uh, clear the air here. Uh, we're not waiting on the other young man. I You're mean, talking about Mikey? We're, we're going to have to. We'll set yeah, it. Mikey we... boys, I don't I didn't, <laughs> yeah, no, know. You
0: not... know like I've seen some things, but I don't know if he yeah. like still, it looked like he was still maybe in the mix of Memphis, but yeah. I don't know what they're What's yeah,
2: John. John's teams? cut him off. I, uh, I cut
1: him off a long time ago. I, you know, we go, we go send it with Aki in overtime and lead or something. We get, get him, get him out of here. We don't have time for this. We're trying to win titles. We ain't trying to, we ain't trying to win trials. We're trying to win titles. You know what I'm saying, Coach?
0: Well, he he is a good player, but I understand that's gonna have to. That's gonna be, have to be up to Coach Hardaway and the president and the athletic director that's to make right. decisions on that. That's that exactly right.
1: Then right. there are uh, yeah. uh, there are better players. With uh, lesser offenses, that I would try to uh, you know use that card on, as opposed to uh, as opposed to Mikey Williams. So anyway, man, I'm uh, I'm happy for you. I'm happy for you. I'm happy for all the success that you've had. Uh, I, I was, before I get you out of here, uh, Jason has one more. Well,
2: it's it's a pressing one too. No, it's not. I mean, I, well, I have to ask you, Coach, in terms of because nobody knows how challenging that Georgia Tech is. Nobody knows it better than you. So what kind of conversations, if any, have you had with a guy who was on your staff and Damon Stoudemire, a guy who I'm assuming is, is still a friend, about you know about that job and what he's got to do with it, having just been in those shoes?
0: Yeah, and, uh, you know, well, look, Damon worked for me twice, two yeah. different occasions at Memphis, as you guys know. Uh, Damon's going to do a really good job at Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech uh, is a great, great school. Um, and and I and we talked about this in the past. I loved my time there at at, at Georgia Tech, but Dame is going to do a really good job. Uh, look, it's different. It's a, it's you know it's a it's a high level academic school. Um, you know, so you've got to also be able to 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 make sure that the the young men that are coming in they've got to be able to meet the academic standards. I think Damon will do a great job recruiting. Probably will do a better job than me recruiting there, and and uh, he'll get great players. Uh, but it's a heck of a league. I mean, there's no denying yeah. that the ACC the the league, and it's a heck of a league, but they've got good guys coming back from last year's group. They've got their older, they've got some really good perimeter players, and um, uh, and, and Damon will do a good job, And um, but you guys know, I mean, probably more so, and you guys, I used to always say it when I was at Memphis about the parity amongst college basketball, probably more so than ever, ever before, just based on the NIL and how things have changed on that. Um, you know, I mean, think about it. We're talking about Florida Atlantic as a possible national championship team. I mean, things are just different now, and 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 whereas maybe the certain blue blood programs, it doesn't it doesn't matter right now. I mean, a lot of it comes down to NIL. A lot of it comes down to how you did in the transfer portal, and then you know the parity amongst everybody. It's just it's a wide open gauntlet amongst all of college basketball, and who can have a chance to. Prevail in the very end.
2: How's the family, man? I see it's grown. Congratulations. Yeah,
0: I, I've got, I've got, yeah, I got a lot of kids. My youngest is two years, <laughs> old, about to be two, so um, um, it's busy. But you know, it's all Jesus. a blessing. You know, look, three of my daughters were all three of my three of my daughters were born in Memphis, um, and so um, um, you know, so you guys know. I mean, I was just. I got great affection for Memphis. I still talk to people at Memphis, um and some of my great friends and my family and my wife's friends are you know, they're they're from Memphis and, and just like with you two. I you know, you guys know we've had a lot of history together and, and and um and we're and we're friends and so just there's been I only can speak so positively about Memphis and um and I mean that. I don't say that just to say that. I, I, I really mean it from from, from my soul and And uh, I loved I loved our time there.
1: I uh, uh, you'll be glad to know this. I'm I've got a son on the way, and uh, we've we've we this is going to be news to everybody listening. We've decided on a name. Uh, What? Yeah, yeah. We've decided on a name. We're getting this with Josh. All right. Uh, His full name will be Randall Brody Martin. Uh, So we've, (laughs) uh, we've. in honor of his well, listen, well, congr- John,
0: congr- I want to I want to make sure I congratulate you I pray Thank that you. your son looks like oh, your wife yes. I pray that your son has your wife's athletic uh, ability I pray that your son has your wife's smart so uh, maybe your wife maybe your son can get your hair but other than that, Thank I hope you. all DNA, DNA
1: traits go get to your son Get come from your wife. You recognize that I've got – I mean, I'm 32 years old. I've still got great lettuce. So I appreciate you recognizing that, he acknowledging that. Uh, and, and I respect that from you as well because you do as well. So, uh, hey, man, congrats on everything. Always good to catch up. Appreciate you, Thank brother. Thank you, Josh. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. Yes, yep. sir. He is Josh Pastor. Always a, uh, a great time, a great visit with him. A class human being, no question about that. Uh, we did not. Randall Brody did not make the cut. I, I was just kidding. It was. I it, thought you were serious for a minute. The marjay Cunningham. Come on, I mean it's. It, that's it, not, that's a fun it, name. Calvin Godfrey. There are a lot of <laughs> there are a lot of bad ones there, bro. There are a lot of uh, tough tough takes there. We're not here to rub that in Josh's face. It's part. We're talking about eight, nine, tenth guys on the bench, and some of those were more Aki than. uh I was gonna
2: say Randall Brody was Aki.
1: Yeah, Aki needs to be accountable. You know, he always wants to talk about the good ones. He always it's was like Pookie
2: to, was Dame. That's right. You know, those some of those were. Nobody ever wants assistants. to
1: take credit for the bad ones. Mm. Uh, all of a sudden, I don't know who recruited him. I don't know who recruited him. You know, they wanted to blame Jimmy the Jet Williams for some of these. He wasn't even on the staff.
2: Yeah, well, Pookie was definitely a different class than yes. Randall Brody. Exactly. Who exactly. did he ever even get in a yeah, game? Yeah, he got here. Well, I he got in a game. Get in a game. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Well, Randall Brody should have got on that shoot 360. That's what he should
2: have done. Because had he done that, they dumped Randall Brody to get Jeremiah Martin. Oh, is that true? that's true. That that's he I thought he came here at one point though. He, he did, he did, but they moved off of him essentially oh, once because the gotcha. that, that was, Lawson's you gotta get Jeremiah yeah. in here. Yeah, yeah.
1: Good, good, yeah. good choice there for sure. Yeah, it was actually. But Randall Brody still needed to shoot three sixty. It would've helped him. Yep. Uh because that technology is the same technology that's used in uh NBA facilities all around the league. Gonna get better at passing, gonna get better at shooting, gonna get better at dribbling, gonna have a fun time doing it. And just uh, commit to the game, uh, and that's what you can do right here in the Memphis area if you've got a son or daughter that loves the game, uh, or maybe like Dion's players, they're just in like with it, and you want them to fall in love with it. Take them out of the Shoe 360. Get a membership one month, three months, six months. They're all out there. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.